0: your vehicle on top of a hill you feel great as you look down the road and admire the view wow things have never been more clear and you even find yourself starting to feel sentimental okay so now it's time to walk down the hill gravity naturally pulls you down and you find yourself moving at a fast pace assuming you don't have any mobility or balancing issues you may even find yourself having this feeling of fun quietly laugh to yourself and think for a moment you allow yourself to feel like a child so you move along and complete your task at the bottom of the hill once you're done you start to feel accomplished that is until you look up the hill and realize how far you've parked away as you look up you think to yourself how did i even manage to make it down such a steep hill without having any issues. Then you remember you didn't do it using your own strength. It was gravity. Gravity helped pulled you down and made that burden light. So then you start the daunting task of trying to walk up the hill. You Think to yourself, all I have to do is put one foot out and then the next and keep going till I make it to the top. That shouldn't be too hard. As you make your way up the hill, you suddenly realize gravity is not working in your favor. It's having the opposite effect. Rather than supporting your walk, it's working against you. You think, oh, is this what it feels like to swim upstream? Nevertheless, you continue on. I mean, you don't have any choice after all because you parked at the top of the hill and you need to get back to your vehicle. Then you start to think to yourself, why did I park at the top of the hill again? Hmm, seemed like a good idea at the time. So now your thighs start speaking to you. Why did you park at the top of the hill again? But your mind tells you to ignore your legs and just keep moving. All of a sudden that beautiful scene is behind you. You no longer feel sentimental you start feeling frustrated for the next few moments you allow your mind to focus on the task the task of getting up that hill you say things to yourself like it's not that bad i'm almost there i can do it just keep going focus come on you can do this as you focus on your movement you feel yourself slightly picking up the pace The positive thinking has allowed you to find the motivation to push through this arduous task. You see the image of your vehicle getting larger, which is an indication that you've almost made it. Suddenly, you find yourself feeling even more motivated. So you push a little harder, and you think, if I could push myself a little more, I can do it. I know I'll make it up to that vehicle. Finally, it happens. You make it to the vehicle, you unlock the door, take a seat and release an all-inclusive sigh of relief. Your legs thank you, your arms thank you, your back thanks you, and most importantly, your mind thanks you. You begin to think to yourself, wow, that was really hard. I am never parking on that hill again. You sit there and think, you don't immediately start the vehicle because you're still very much out of breath. You also realize it's going to take an equally as challenging effort to drive off that hill. So you take another pause and you let out another sigh. Then you begin using that same positive self-talk that you use to get you up the hill to start the vehicle and slowly pull it out of the parking spot. You think to yourself, okay, focus. This isn't over yet, but I can do this. You pay very close attention to your surroundings. Gradually pull out of your parking spot and once again, let gravity bring your vehicle down the hill when you finally reach the bottom you think to yourself Woof, I made it then you realize this is only the beginning I still have to make it to my next de- destination hey look there's a butterfly I use this analogy to describe what it's like to have anxiety a lot of times you don't know what to expect from yourself or from your environment the worst part is that you spend most of your days searching for control and trying to think about what are you going to do next. When you finally find yourself able to focus, it's usually only for brief increments. The slightest thing will distract you and then lead you on this path of excessive worrying. Yes, you will experience brief periods of clarity, moments where a challenge becomes crystal clear and you're able to complete your focus. Unfortunately, this usually doesn't last very long and you're on to worrying about the next thing again. And then there's the what ifs. You know, the pattern of thinking that starts off with one what if question, and then switches to the next, and the next, and then the next. It's like you wanna stop thinking of all these scenarios, but in the process of trying to make yourself stop, you convince yourself that you must master all of these situations in case one of them actually ends up happening. Pause. Breathe. Sleep. That's how most people try to deal with these intrusive thoughts. They try to distract themselves. They try breathing. And when all else fails, they go to sleep. While all of these solutions are very helpful, I often remind people that anxiety has no cure. It's something you have to learn how to deal with. It's just like your skin color or the color of your eyes. It's always there. You just have to learn how to anticipate things that may trigger you and learn how to pivot. The best way to do this is by focusing on two sets of thoughts. The first being, are you hungry or tired? Seriously, like you know how little kids tantrum at bedtime or behave extremely irritable when they're hungry? As adults, we're no different, hangry is real yes i said hangry it's a combination of the word hungry and angry physiologically speaking our body needs fuel to operate in our case our fuel is food some people spend so much time worrying that they forget to eat or may find themselves not having an appetite at all that's the problem with worrying it tricks you into believing you're full because you're so preoccupied with your thoughts the problem with this lack of eating consistency consistently will exacerbate symptoms of hunger, which will exacerbate symptoms of irritability, which exacerbates anxiety. The same can be true of not getting enough sleep at night. Excessive worrying often peaks at nighttime. This is usually the result of two things. The first being, it's the first time your surroundings have calmed down, and now you have the opportunity to give those thoughts your full undivided attention. The second reason is because you're trying to plot out how you're going to control the people around you and your environment successfully the next day. You may find yourself taking a long time to fall asleep or waking up midway through the night to pick up where you left off when you fell asleep. No matter which way you look at, the entire process is exhausting. What's even worse, is that it's cyclical. Breathe, pause, reflect. So how do we deal with this? Some solutions include meditation and prayer, changing our eating habits, listening to a self-help podcast, reading more about anxiety, visiting your doctor, finding a therapist or a counselor, These are all very helpful solutions. Notice I said solutions, not cures. Remember, there's no cure for feeling anxious. It's something you learn how to deal with and work around. Truthfully, it's rooted in our foundation of survival. As you go on your journey to cope with having anxiety, you must first identify your triggers. Consciously ask yourself in the moment, what just happened? How am I feeling? What did my feelings lead me to do? How can I stay in this present moment and only focus on what's in front of me right now? Tomorrow will worry about itself. The sooner you realize this, the sooner you'll be able to fall asleep at night. Can you really control anything at 2 a.m.? Well, yes, you can control your ability to willfully give yourself permission to sleep. Literally, that's about it. So if we agree that we can't control anything or anybody during our sleeping hours, we can agree that it's better for you to just focus on falling asleep and acknowledging what's in our control at that moment. We can't control others, but we can control ourselves. We can learn to practice tolerance and patience on ourselves as we continue to understand our journey through anxiety. And just like trying to make it up a hill is tough, we know it's not impossible. It just requires positive thinking.